Welcome back to Gear Z, the Sim Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Ving, and today we're back to topics and news. For today, we'll talk about if sim racing is still a viable option for esports, and I will focus in the LAN event. So let's find out. Sim racing offers a truly immersive racing experience where drivers can compete against each other in hyper-realistic virtual environments. With the advance of technology, sim racing has become more accessible to a wider audience, but still having a huge cost compared with esports categories. While in normal esports we use console, a PC, monitor and respective accessories, in sim racing that range go wide with infinite options and combinations. On the moment, sim racing in esports still going in an easy pattern and keep the cost low in the lens event comparing to the sim racing range. We know that since the COVID times, esports have grown a lot in terms of sim racing. I feel that these last years have started to decline a little bit, but still I think it's a viable option. Well, sim racing has a dedicated passion community, online tournaments and championships are now held regularly, attracting skilled racers from all the parts of the world. And I think Ace opening doors to aspiring racers that not have the resources opportunity to enter the world of motorsport, so it's clear a platform where talent can be recognized, nurtured, providing a pathway to the real-world racing careers. But let's focus what happened in the last end of November and the beginning of December. So we have three to four different spectrums, I would say. The first one is ESL R1 with Rain Sports. I can put on the same basket SRO or VSO. You have the official sim racing uh, with ESL2 that was all in Sweden at the same time the Rain Sport, and you have the Gran Turismo Grand Finale in Barcelona. While Rain Sport already been talked a lot on the podcast, I think it's quite good for you have a look with uh, what's going to happen on the next episode with John Morrow where we're going to talk about the best and worst of sim racing in 2023 and of course we talk about rain sport as one of the lists and we're going to talk about why we fail and where they can go in the right directions John Morrow is have very good inputs because he was in one of that measures so going to be really really good to have a little bit about him but if you think the numbers of rain sports are good have a look so last weekend, Jimmy Broadband make once again his race of mental health. And if you see the numbers, was always around 3.4, 3,000, sometimes even higher numbers on his stream, live stream, without counting with other uh, YouTubers or content creators that add all a stream to the Twitch or in other parts. So the numbers were really high. If you're comparing the numbers to the Rent Sport, or if you're comparing the numbers to the VSO or SRO, in some cases are similar, in some cases are higher comparing with these LAN events. So we need to talk about that. When you compare racing titles like Rain Sport to F1, eSport or Gran Turismo, several factors come into play straight away, such as game accessibility, cost and easy inputs. F1 eSports being an official product of F1 naturally hold the distant position with a broader accessibility and a potential larger audience. The inclusion of official esports teams in the grid further enhance its reach, and we know the fellowship is much younger demographic, especially after the impactful involvement of the actual drivers during the COVID periods. But I think the recent events, like those in Sweden, suggest a shift in the F1 prioritization of the esports. There's a lot of room to improvement, 
and utilizing their own resource. Clearly, we can see that they focus in a lot of the off-season and try to keep the interest in F1 and this engagement. The Las Vegas event, uh, I think, could be used to integrate probably into the start of the competition instead of going to Sweden. So that will bring a little bit more captivating, despite the numbers being very well. It was around 24 to 25,000 live, the peak. And, I have, and now the numbers go around 7,000. So the numbers are crazy. But still, I think that integration on actual race to start the event will be a very good boost to expose and engagement. I think leveraging uh, F2 drivers or an F3 drivers while they are already in some off-season or even X-drivers and create different divisions, as probably as you see in Coca-Cola NASCAR eSports series, could enhance their inclusivity, probably could even bring a little bit more to the game to increase drama and authenticity. So I think incorporating elements like the radio checks between the engineers and the drivers to know to have an approach like the actual F1 will be add excitement. And you know, the drama is always part of the engagement. So I think these suggestions that I'm saying is aiming special to F1 sports appeal, engagement, but I think they could work to the S in rain sport or even in other categories. So clear, rain sport and F1 are struggling in different ways. Rain sport is in captivating and get that view ships. F1 is going inside the hardcore sim racing inner circle. Gran Turismo come a little bit as a middle ground. In some ways, is not see as a so simcade comparing with F1, but it's not so realistic comparing to uh, Rennes Sports. As you know, the Grand Final was in Barcelona. They had the national cups, manufacturers, and they had done an amazing show. I know you're going to say that the views aren't the same, and, but listen up. Gran Turismo transmits in several different languages, from English, Japanese, French, German, Italian, Spanish and Portuguese. So if you combine the numbers, they are already over 100k. But is in the actual show and the way that they do it that they shine. First, the competition been already going for a long time, so you started at your home and you go from your home to the final in land but not going from your home with the same driver. So everyone is having a shot and try to go to that majors, as you can see. So you see this approach from the polyphony and the way that they do the things is really clear. So the show automatic is not just sim racing. So automatic Gran Turismo is more than just a sim racing show. Okay, or the way that you interpret it, if you call it sim racing, sim arcade, or other name. The true is the show is unique, and the way that they've been doing it was really, really good. You see a vibrant stand. Bring us more atmosphere to us on the other side. Make us feel that we want to be there. As you see sometimes in the real motorsport, F1, NASCAR, Indy, car, and other categories. So apart only of that atmosphere is the way that they bring news to the game and they bring that news to us. For example, when they bring these Vision uh, Gran Turismo concept cars, like the Genesis X Grand Berliner, or even the burglary car. So the way that they bring that concept and they make us feel that the game is part of the show and that bring a better connection between us and the game. And of course, a better connection to the eSport. But clearly the message is put out. 
So clearly, the message is put out. Using formula used on esports don't work. So esports can survive if they approach more the racing games and not the sim racing itself. Let's have a look. GT7 and F123 are the answers, and for sure we can see that affordability, the approach made by the games, are a way of attracting. The games are easy to plug and jump and use interfaces made to everyone, setups are easy and clear to organize and that transmit in the ways of viewerships and in the ways of the games are played. So everyone can fast jump in a game of CSSGO, FIFA, Tekken or other type of games used on esports and this is what happened here. They go, they are good titles, great graphics, easy inputs and easy to understand. Despite a a very good November and December in terms of esports and I even didn't mention the titles as DTM in Germany, Coca-Cola in Ascar City. Let's see what's gonna happen in 2024. I know it's coming new series as the WRC from eSports will go. Let's see if that and the new titles will help grow more the sim racing esports or let's check if the decline will continue happen on the sim racing titles and the going up on more the racing games approach. Moving to news, I was not expecting so much news to talk, but I think gonna be very good. Not so strong in terms of hardware, but very strong in terms of games. And of course, Assetto Corsa have to be uh, part of that. Launched already nine years ago, as involved in thriving simulating platform enriching in different arrays of official but more on unofficial content is robust modding community have played a pivot role in maintaining relevance and introducing new cars track apps graphic mods weather conditions and innovations like android auto integrations but despite all that i said to corsa was missing something and now the lfm made it i think they bring that iRacing style online racing system that undercore the community uh, commitment to enhancing the overall simulation experience and demanding highlights of evolving expectations and sim racing. So I think this, the content that you can create inside of Seto Corsa is unique, as you might know. So a lot of things go good on that part. As you know, iRacing 2034 Season 1 is coming now. New cars and new tracks, advanced art and new damage model updates. The update focuses in enhancing realism, improving in the art of the damage models, refining damage model accuracy, mirrors to the impact of collision and wear and tear on the vehicles, contributing to a more immersive racing. TV curves and foliage, attention to the details is evident in the 3D curves and the way that aesthetic of the tracks. I've been seeing a lot of videos, but some people been complaining, other ones been praising. So I will leave a little bit to your, to you, to let me know what you think is happening or not. But I think they will contribute to a more likely and visual appealing environment. AI unlock various series providing players with new ways of engaging and compete, whether practicing alone or seeking a new challenge. AI competitors will be now, and you know the release notes are here. So in terms of new content, all the R8 LMS Evo 2 GT3 is the last generation of the R8. And you know that is a great car. Autrodomo International de Mojolo is a premier Italian road racing circuit owned by Ferrari that introduced exciting challenge and rich history of top level events. 
the Slinger Speedway is another short track that you can rejoin adding to the world fastest quarter mile oval. Oval refresh on phase 1 apparently are including enhanced surface grips, levels of more contrast, impact gameplay and oval tracks. To finish on tracks, Okayama International Circuit, a popular base track in Okayama, receives a full rescan and updates offering a completely reboot version and if you click on the link that I will let you from Rad Weasel, you will go and enjoy it. It's in Portuguese, but we know we're talking just about seeing the race by himself and is a lot there to you. New damage models updates are the Audi R8, 15 additional vehicles including the APD Acura, the 7 Ascar cars and trucks, super late models, Lucas Oil Off-Road Pro trucks, dirty modifiers and the Porsche 911 GT3 receiving all these updates. So to conclusion, we can see that iRacing Solidify is positioned as a leader in online racing simulations and, you know, they keep evolving, they keep bringing other things and is a constant evolution. And talking about constant evolution, as it to Corsa Competizione. GT2 cars are coming now. They was already announced in July 2022, but uh, you know that with um, a lot of uh, things that have been happening, they was expecting to come on the same pack with North Live in spring, or ever they come release in January and come the Porsche 935 and the 911 RSCS Echo Kit added to the DLC. According with people, the KTM XBAU GTX, Brahman BT63 and the Maserati MC20 are expected to join the lineup, but the biggest package here will be the 2024 GT World Series pack that will schedule already for spring with additional cars and trucks. Nordschleife, as already said, will be that in April or May and they will include new GT3 cars as the Corvette and the Ford Mustang. Moving to the rally news, you know that eSports uh, gonna receive in uh, December 14. I say December 14 because I'm recording all the time a little bit with advance, but you know the upcoming 1.4 update is address and the key features is the tuning setups, uh, the input, uh, the binding of functions, the impact that the gameplay has having and try to fix the problem that happening on the online gaming. And to finish, American Truck Simulator Michelin Fan Pack is a super exciting addition. The American Truck Simulator Michelin Fan Pack is Ended comfortable addition to the goals behind just tires is bring a global recognizing of mission brand to the virtual trucking world and not only qualify the tires but also a range of merchandising and accessories. This comprehensive approach of branding sets a high standard, demonstrating a commitment to authenticity and engagement in the gaming experience. And in other hands, we can say that is the continuing of one title that still keep being played a lot. Moza R16 and Moza R21 DD wheelbases. You know that Moza is now, I think, a pioneer in the virtual racing realm. I think they keep updating these DD wheelbases and now they bring, I will call it, the version 2. They bring, they showcase a robust design and sophisticated two-tone paint finish, elevating aesthetic. They are crafted from durable aluminum alloy, ensuring a solid width, uh, width field, enhancing the overall racing experience. 
And you know, the, mod, the, the way that the motor is designed is a zero torque ripple notching or cogging combined with powerful torque deliver, ensuring crystal clear feedback during the challenge maneuvers like hard braking, navigating curves, and executing drifts. In terms of temperature control, the new models maintain reliable temperature performance even during extended endurance race, thanks to the real-time uh, onboard temperature monitoring. And now they have the pit house control system that suits offer a maximum customization for the racing experience. Users can monitor device status, set the maximum turn angle, adjust force feedback, pedal travel, lead ind indicators and much more with bottom click and go presence at fully customized advanced tuning. You can see that the evolution is great and the next gen force 2.0 is here. Precision and redefine is what they're changing. The way that the direct connective with the Moza more easy plug and play now and the versatility I think in terms of uh, ecosystem Moza is coming completely full you can see on their discord that they are always trying to add something more that you can adapt your style and you know the way that they keep bringing and the way they keep committed to themselves and evolving is great so they already offer like I say a plug and play experience they offer very peripherals as pedals Despite the pedals are not the greatest ones, they are doing the job. You already, you already have the shifters and brakes, but now digital dashes are coming around. So today we're not going to talk about videos and everything as the news extend a little bit. And the podcast is getting too big for what I want on these short periods. But mods are coming again strong on the end of the year. And VRC bring a revival to again to one of the gold eras of BTCC. There are two mods that come on the minimal price of $7.5 for both of them or individual on $4. So the updates are the VRC Towers pack, the version 1.2 that updates the, all the previous cars, introducing new elements like ignition, startup procedures, providing a more immersive simulation, alongside that improvements come the two new cars, the family the Peugeot 46 and the Renoir Lagoon, that we can understand very easy what they're talking about. And these additions are great, so they are fully 3D model interior, including the tele engine and bay areas. Each car comes with 10 custom liveries, along for personalization so you know that the real livery is from the BTCC of 98-99 I don't think the Peugeot was in 97 too probably was and I am mistaken but that livery will be very very soon and you know sound reproduction for realistic auditory experience and the pack incorporates the vanilla package that you can use on your set to course the normal content and the content that you can use already on the CSP and that one on the new version the 0.2 Thank you so much for joining me and one more Gears at the Sim Racing Podcast. As I'm talking about next week, we're going to have John Morrow talking about the best and the worst on his vision of Sim Racing in 23, the hopes for 24. I will do it on after in two weeks, the best in the games industry of 23. And that will be only my opinion. So this next episode will be with John. Remember, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel in audio and in the video format. And let me know in the comments what you think about eSport and if eSport should go from hardcore sim racing or should keep following more the racing approach games that are easy 
to every and accessible to everyone. My part is everything. See you next episode.